Well, that sounds like a one and done. Why am I doing radio voice? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, that is the sound of our one and done. Yes. Kicking in. Yes. Kicking off. Welcome to another one and done episode. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird. Our one and done episode. Our sweatpants episode. Gaucho pants Our episode. gaucho pants episode. Our crotchless panty episode of mm-hmm, the podcast mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. You love it. You hate it. It's all of the things. Um, So... If you listen to our main episode this week, you know that we did second chances. And along that theme, we decided to do an uplifting one and done episode mm-hmm. of late in life accomplishments. I loved our main episode this week. If you haven't listened to it, please check it out. It's so good. Before we get into it, into the episode, I wanted to bring up over the weekend, if you haven't listened to our last episode, which you should stop what you're doing right now and go back and listen to it. Stop, drop, and roll into our last episode. Yes, exactly. I um, We took a week off mm-hmm. because I was on a, um, I was in a nature retreat, mm-hmm. which just is a, like I said, a fancy way of saying camping. And um, when I got back, I had a day between coming back. We came back a day early because there was no showers there. We were six days in the dirt. Um, so we came back a day early. So I had kind of like this special magical day that wasn't supposed to be there. It was almost like leap year. Mm-hmm. So we mostly just hung around and watched Netflix, which I never get to do really anymore. Mm-hmm. And I noticed some new shows the for July that had been added to Netflix. New old shows? Or new, new old new, shows. Or new new shows? New old shows. Well, there's a couple new good ones. First okay. of all, there is Warrior Nun. Which Ooh. is about a, okay, so if Sister Act and um, a demon movie. Had a baby. Had a baby. I'm here for it. No, 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 not Sister Act. That's like a comedy. No. Um, basically, it's like a nun who's ordained by God to fight demons. Fantastic. And it looks so good. The Umbrella Academy is new. The second season. I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I noticed some nostalgic shows have been added. Never ending story. Atreyu. No. Okay. Okay. Best movie ever. Yeah. I was so obsessed with this movie when I was a kid. Me too. I watched it forever. Uh, A thousand times. Yes. Okay. The witches. Mm -hmm. Oh my. I've never wanted to be a good guy and a witch at the same time. Like a bad witch. I, part of me wanted to be like the good grandma and the good kids. And then part of me wanted to be one of the bad witches with the square toes and the purple eyes. Yeah. And Angelica Houston. I mean, give me a break. Fantastic. Uh, Witches. Yeah. She is a fucking like legend. Rocking back and forth. And she's switching out of her thing in that conference room where she's like this. Yeah. And she's like gyrating. I-, I loved it. I was obsessed. And then also a good one, but also a sad one. All dogs go to heaven. If I had my youngest watch that, I think she'd be pissed off at me because she's still pissed about watching Dog's Journey. (laughs) The other day I said, what do you want to watch? And she said, well, something about a dog, but not him just dying, okay? And I said, well, homeward bound it is. Okay, well, every dog movie ever. (laughs) I know. I mean, be prepared for where the red fern grows, okay? Old Yeller? Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to so let her watch Cujo Marley next and me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually. Perfect. The dog's not dying. He's doing the killing. She would actually probably love it. She would like Cujo. She's a tiny weirdo. <laughs> she would like Cujo. 
but I wanted the whole reason I brought it up is because I love the nostalgic shows. Like I was born in 85, so I'm not really an 80s baby, but I wasn't a 90s baby. So mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. kind of stuck in this middle place between the last part of the 80s and the early 90s before I was like a teenager. Yeah. So and also they had the Rugrats movie on there, mm-hmm. which I love the Rugrats. Yeah. The Rugrats. Doug. Yeah. Oh, Doug. Yeah. Um, anyways, I feel like Doug is the reason why I, we are all so anxiety ridden. <laughs> Every episode of Doug is him having a fucking panic attack in his journal, freaking out about like, literally, I forgot to tie my shoe today and like spiraling. And that is why everybody that's our age has 3am anxiety attacks. So thanks, Doug. That's totally true. I never thought about that. Um, but what I wanted to say was I did watch all dogs go to heaven. I haven't watched never ending story yet, but Mm -hmm. it's on my list of things to do. So I watched all dogs go to heaven and Charlie Mm -hmm. is one of those fictional characters that I have a crush on. I don't know what is wrong with me. There's something you're going to prison (laughs) mentally wrong with me. I understand that he's a dog. Okay, I get it. But he is, what is it? He's like the stereotypical, like, bad yeah. boy turned good. Yeah. He loves that little girl. He yep. He's a great example of second chances, for yes. sure. Yes. Anyways, so if you have a weird crush, will you reach out to me and tell me what it is? So Leave it in the comments, your weird crush, so that Cassie doesn't feel like she's the only one going to weird crush prison. <laughs> what she is going to weird crush prison, for sure. <laughs> First Lumiere and now this. I, that's, <laughs> I don't know how much more of this I can take. Okay, you know who else I had a weird crush on? Hmm. Can you tell like bad boys? Hmm. The gremlin with the mohawk. The bad one. The really bad one. I'm trying to think of who I had a crush on as a very... Oh, you know who I had a crush on as a very young kid? Well, Indiana Jones, obviously. Well, obviously Indiana Jones, but I'm not talking about weird crushes. I still have a crush on Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, and I'm I do also too. in the middle of binge watching all the Indiana Joneses. Oh, yeah. I had a weird crush on Bugs Bunny. <gasps> oh, in I Space was, Jam? I was into I was just into his into Bugs Bunny for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I always really wanted to go to a world like Looney Tunes where it's ha- or not Looney Tunes. I always wanted Roger really, Rabbit. Yes. I always wanted to go to a world like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it was mm-hmm. like half cartoons and half real people. Mm-hmm. That was like my fantasy as a child. That's pretty cool. I, mean, I, I also like that movie. I mean, I, like as an adult, would that I would still want to go to, to Toontown. Anyways. All right. Well, that was Movie Corner for the day. Yes. Um, I hope Just you enjoy. Just call us Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to talk about what we're drinking today? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if you're still around. <laughs> you are because I feel like if you're listening, you can relate. Yes, and we were both born in 85, so we have, like, the same exact, like, frame of reference for uh, pop culture stuff, and I love it. Yeah, you're seven days older than I am. Yeah. Exactly. I know, but our listener doesn't know our... They know now. They know now. (laughs) Yeah, Tiffany's older. (laughs) So much older. (laughs) Um, Okay, so today, this, we're drinking, it's part of the, the, if you listened to last, the main episode, we told you that Tessa, a sweet... Listener listeners sent us rad lady yes cool chick (laughs) yes 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 um sent us a gift package um she works for scrappy's bitters and scrappy's bitters did a collab with mancino vermouth Mm -hmm. so this is a 
Sprezza Vero Spritz Italiano. And it is, I'm drinking the Bianco. And it's white vermouth, mineral water, orange bitters, and carbonation. And I'm drinking the other one with the red vermouth. It's very tasty. It is. And we have it over ice with a slice of lemon. It's light. It's fresh. It's refreshing. And I think I would feel like if you like an Aperol spritz, mm-hmm. you'd probably really love these. Yeah. It's really good. It's a, it's a great ready-to-drink cocktail in a can. It's a great option. It's super good. It is perfect. And it's kind of fancy. I feel like it's very fancy. Very fancy. It's so a, it's a great, let's like put this in a pretty glass and sip it by the pool and chill out. That's exactly what it is. And you're wearing a big wide brim white hat. Ooh, and, and cute heels, glasses. Yeah. And cute glasses and mm-hmm. heels with your swimsuit, mm-hmm. even if you are at your own house. Yeah. That's what kind of drink it is. Exactly. All right. So like I was saying, to go along with second chances, we're doing late in life accomplishments for this one and done. So hopefully this is inspirational and uplifting because, you know, Tiffany and I always kind of joke with each other that we are, um, we put our families first in our life. You know, we did Mm -hmm. a lot for our family, for our children, for husbands. And, you know, here we are like starting a podcast in our mid thirties, moms, wives, Mm -hmm. you know, sisters, cousins, monkeys, uncle, whatever. Um, and it's kind of, you know, we kind of just make jokes at our own expense about like how quote old we are mm-hmm. and we got a late light, a uh, late start in life on our passions and our hobbies and our dreams. But, um, we thought it would be a good episode to kind of uplift everyone and let yeah. you know, old dogs can learn new tricks and they can go to heaven and they do go to heaven <laughs> and they're kind of sexy. Old dogs are sexy. According to Cassie, you heard it here first, <laughs> send her to prison. I love this topic because I feel like a lot of times people think I'm too old to try this new thing or I'm too old to take this new opportunity, do this new career, start this new path, but you're never too old. It's never too late. You don't have to be 12 to begin your dream. Yeah. Right. Don't be an ageist. Yeah. Any age. As long as you're, you have the passion, the drive, this, the effort, will, where there's a will, where there's a way. Potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. Old dogs, new tricks. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I will um, list the sources in our episode description. Um, So number one we have on our list is Harlan David Sanders. Any guesses who that is? Who? Colonel Sanders. Oh, shit. Yeah. He founded the Kentucky Fried Chicken Company at 65. Are you serious? I swear. Okay. So as a younger man. I don't know why I'm surprised because Colonel Sanders' picture does look like he's 65, but I'm still totally shocked. <laughs> he does. He is 65. I know, but I'm still like, my mind is blown. Um, He, as a younger man, worked as a farmer, a steamboat captain, and an insurance salesman. And in his 40s, he opened a service station and started serving chicken dinners to his customers. And then the rest is history. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I love it. Exactly. Okay, so the next one. I can't believe I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know any. I knew some of these. Some of these I sought out specifically because I knew they had started Mm -hmm. later in life and were very successful. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some of them I had no idea. So the second one on our list is William Bill trailer 
he was born as an enslaved man. Well, he was born as an enslaved boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the emancipation, Bill worked as a sharecropper. Mm-hmm. But at 85 years old in Montgomery, Alabama, he picked up a pencil and started to draw on a piece of cardboard, recalling his life and his observations about life. He created over 1,500 pieces. And in 2019, the Smithsonian of American Art exhibited Bill's art, quote, presenting new insights and information about how one man's visual record of African-American life gives larger meaning to the story of the nation. Bill Trailer is among the most important American artists of the 20th century. That gave me full body chills. I just got chills. That's so incredible. It w- it's so incredible. And he's had a children's book um, written after him. He's had um, documentaries and books written about him. It, it's pretty, pretty amazing. His art is also pretty amazing. Um, you should check it out. And so that's Bill Trailer. Fantastic. And that's T-R-A-Y-L-O-R. Um, okay, so our third person on the list is kind of special. I mean, they're all special, but she's kind of spunky special. Mm-hmm. So Clara Peller, an 80-year-old manicurist, raised her kids as a single mom and was working on a commercial shoot at a barbershop. When the ad agency took notice of her spunky spirit and unique voice, and at 81... They hired her for an iconic fast food restaurant commercial. Do you have any guesses Mm-mm. based on those clues? No. Okay. Looking at a large bun and an incredibly small burger oh, patty. I know it now. <laughs> the original size queen herself, Clara's famous line, where's the beef? <laughs> the original size queen. <laughs> Before she died three years later in 1987, she was in a couple movies. On WrestleMania, hell yeah, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And also, she got in a beef, pardon the pun. Puns are always welcome. (laughs) She was fired by Wendy's for appearing in a Prego commercial claiming she found the beef in their spaghetti sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love her. So yeah, she was feisty. I love her. She's kind of special. Uh, next on our list is a scientist, Alexander Fleming. Do you know that name? I do, but I'm not sure why. You should. Um, he worked in an office when he got an inheritance that w- allowed him to go to college when he was 20. Uh-huh. After that, he worked as a research physician, and then World War One happened. Um, noticing so many soldiers dying of infection, mm-hmm. he searched for a cure. Fleming, a man after my own heart, was messy. And leaving his messy lab for vacation, he came back to find fuzzy mold on his samples. (laughs) He noticed that this fungus, better known as penicillin, killed the bacteria in the samples. At 47, Fleming accidentally discovered the first antibiotic, penicillin. He won a Nobel Peace Prize for his discovery at the age of 67. That's amazing. Pretty amazing. 
Uh, Every slob out there feels so validated. (laughs) I did. I felt validated. I was like, oh my gosh, this is why. My sink, my sink could discover something amazing one day. (laughs) Dishes are, I hate doing dishes. Okay. So next on our list is someone that we all should know. I definitely know. You probably know. It's Dr. Ruth. Okay. Yes. That Dr. Ruth. So while working at a Planned Parenthood at 52 years old, Dr. Ruth gave a speech about the need for better sex ed in schools, which led to a syndicated radio show three years later and then followed books, TV shows, speaking engagements, advice columns. Basically, she's a household name. Everyone knows Dr. Mm-hmm. Ruth. Definitely. And all the while, she still maintained a private practice. Practice. I think she still does, actually. She's in her 90s. That is great that she worked at Planned Parenthood. Too. I That was my favorite part about her. Yeah. Okay, so next on our list is Estelle Getty. You would know her as Sophia, Dorothy's mom on the Golden Girls. Oh. She didn't get the part until she was in her 60s, mm-hmm. and she was nominated for multiple Emmys for that part. I love the Golden Girls. Me too. So good. Next on the list is Phyllis Diller. Mm-hmm. She was a mother of six. Oh, shit. And a copyright editor in San Francisco. And at 37, with the encouragement of her husband, she's tried stand-up comedy in a San Francisco comedy club. She had only ever tried her jokes on the other moms at the PTA, so she didn't know how it was going to go. <laughs> but it ended up, she was a hit. Yeah. Um, she went on to have a long career in comedy and entertainment, trailblazing the way for Joan Rivers, Lily Tomlin, who mm-hmm. I love, uh, Margaret Cho, and Ellen DeGeneres. So we, I mean, 37 isn't that old, but I mean, we still have a smidge of time to get there. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And she was like an advocate for plastic surgery, which I feel like that's kind of cool because like do what you want with your body. Yeah. You don't have to shame people. No. You do you. I'll do me. We don't have to agree. Yeah. The next on the list is, and this, I don't know if you'll know this. I feel like I knew this. Vera Wang. Oh, I didn't know. She was a journalist and a figure skater. I did not know that. Yeah, she didn't join um, fashion as a designer until she was in her 40s. I did not know that. I always thought that she was a fashion designer. No. And now she's 70 Mm -hmm. and she looks better than me. She does. I did not know she was 70. Yeah, she's 70 and she she looks looks incredible incredible not to say that you know if you're 70 and you don't look like Vera Wang that you're not valid you are but she is like an anomaly like she looks better than I do um younger I would say just as young I mean she's Mm -hmm. pretty fabulous yeah um next on our list is Julia Child okay after Working in advertising, she decided to learn to cook when she moved to France with her husband. Mm -hmm. She didn't publish her first cookbook until she was 50. Yeah. 50. I kind of knew this story because I watched that. What was that movie? I mentioned it. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. Um, She became the first woman to be inducted into the Culinary Institute of America's Hall of Fame. Wow. 
also shout out to Julie and Julia. Yes, that's the name of it. A fantastic <laughs> movie. I love it. One of my favorites. It has Stanley Tucci, mm-hmm. which chef's kiss. <laughs> he's a very sexy man. But also, I think on his Instagram, he's been making martinis in quarantine. Ooh. And for me, it's like kind of satisfying of course, to watch. Of like course, the classiest drink right I know yeah yeah so that was a really good movie if you haven't watched it you should watch it so next on our list is Taraji P Henson she was a single mom she is excuse me she is a single mom from Washington DC and she didn't get her big break in acting until she was 31 and that big break was baby boy with uh Therese Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. It's really good. I've watched it a lot of times. It's actually one of my favorite movies. Um, she had so many no's and people had told her, you're too old. You're a single mom. You can't do it. And she just really stayed her course. Mm-hmm. And she um, would go on to be one of in my opinion, one of the greatest actresses in Hollywood. She played Brad Pitt's mom in Benjamin Button. Okay, yeah. And she was nominated for an Academy Award for that role. Mm -hmm. And she also won a a Golden Globe for her role as Cookie in Empire, which is also a really good show. That's fantastic. Um, Yeah, so she is just like an example of not taking no for an answer not taking no. Mm-hmm. Um, and our next person, our last person on the list mm-hmm. is, I, I didn't say the best for last, but she's kind of amazing. Her name is Ava DuVernay. And she had a career in journalism. She was actually assigned to cover the OJ Simpson case. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she kind of um, was, didn't care for journalism. So then she moved to public relations and she became a public relations, I think for a Hollywood studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Ava at 33 mm-hmm. decided to make her first short film and it was titled Saturday night life. And it was based on her own mother's experience uh, as a struggling single mom. And then Ava moved into documentaries and she would go on to direct Selma mm-hmm. and 13th on Netflix mm-hmm. and Disney's A Wrinkle in Time with Oprah. 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 Queen Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> um, and also uh, Reese Witherspoon, which who mm-hmm. I really do like. And also. Mindy Kaling. Yes. Um, it's a great cast. Yes. Ava was the first black woman to direct a movie with a budget over a hundred million dollars. GD. That was just Oprah. uh, That was Oprah's salary. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Seriously. Um, But deserved. uh, Totally. Um, She was only the second woman to direct um, a movie with the same budget. The first being Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. But Patty Jenkins actually has a really cool story, too, about Wonder Woman. I, I, I think so, too. Um, but Ava was a first black woman, which is kind of amazing. And also, 
very amazing. Disappointing that it takes it's so taken so long yeah. for a black woman, let alone any woman, yeah, to be like an accredited director like that. Um, she's won countless awards for her films, including Academy Awards and Emmys. I believe Selma won um, an Academy uh, an Academy Award for Best Song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's just uh, amazing. And a total inspiration. And it all started when she was in her 30s. It's awesome. In her 30s. So inspirational. I know. And that's that's our late in life list. I uh, thought that it was pretty amazing. It was mostly women. Yes. Um, which I'm, you know, not mad at. <laughs> no, that doesn't make me mad at all. Um, I love your list. And I love that it's female focused. Mm-hmm. I'll never get mad at that. A little fun fact, I fell down, um, I mentioned this to you, maybe I didn't, I fell down a six-year-old AMA with Harrison Ford on Reddit this week. Really? No, you didn't tell me. Um, Yeah, and I believe he was 33 when he starred in Star Wars. Really? Yeah, he had done acting before that, Uh and then was also a carpenter to supplement his acting work so that he could be, like, kind of pick and choose his roles because he wasn't really getting the roles he wanted. Yeah. And when he got his big break... He was like 33. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, uh, so that's pretty crazy. That's like me. I mean, we're, we're a little past 33, but that's like if next year, one year, that's like if next year we were the biggest celebrity on earth. That's wild and crazy. It's pretty fucking crazy. Right? I know. Also, he looks like a damn baby in that movie. I thought he was like 25. I seriously. Okay. So uh, I, while lo- looking through like late in life accomplishments, there was, you know, artists and authors and stuff. And there was a lot of surprisingly in a great way Hollywood actors and actresses mm-hmm. that had gotten a, a late in life because you know Hollywood not is saying so, that your 30s is late in life no but, but Hollywood compared to actors not, that normally start when they're like five yes and Hollywood <laughs> is like notoriously ageist. youth obsessed and ageist yes. and um Viola Davis got um she oh my was god con- she's so good so good she got a later um start than typical Hollywood star mm-hmm. um John Hamm Oh, another one that's so good. Yeah, he didn't get, I think, Mad, Mad Men until he was, like, in his early 30s. Yeah. Which is, in by Hollywood standards, stop what you're doing, move to Hollywood right now, become famous, <laughs> yes! credit us in your speech. <laughs> yes, I definitely. Say, first of all, I'd like to thank Cassie and Tiff. Second of all, God. Yes. And that's so funny. I had a dream the, uh, like, a, uh, like, a week ago that I had to give an acceptance speech. <laughs> What were we winning? I don't know. Razzies? Maybe. <laughs> I hope it's a golden mic award. A golden penis statue at the Porn Stars <laughs> we, of America Awards? We're at the, uh, what is the Porn Star Awards show? I don't know. Can we go? Can we be invited? <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay, listen. If you work <laughs> for the Porn Star Awards show and you are allowed <laughs> to give free tickets out... Send us some free tickets and we want to go. I feel like we're going to show up at a vacant lot and it's going to be a prank. No, don't <laughs> prank us. Um, don't prank us. I think it's like- every show we have to end by saying don't prank us, please. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of, oh, Jane Lynch. She um, was in uh, Glee. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, no, I know who it is. Okay. Yeah. So she got a late later. Yeah. By, I say later in life. 30 is very young. 30 is, 30s is very young. By Hollywood standards. Yeah. 30 is, is a little bit later. By 30, they're trying to phase you out. Yeah. Especially if you're a woman. Yeah. Exactly. So um, there was a lot of people that got like a quote later in 
life start and it was pretty inspiring. I love it. I know. Like, who knows? We could be the most famous people on earth next year. Do I Star Wars 12. That's you and me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I, they'd probably cast me as Chewbacca. (laughs) I would be the, I would be Jabba. No, you wouldn't. I just laughed so hard I spit on my mic. Jabba the Hutt? Be quiet. No, I would be the slutty waitress serving Jabba the Hutt. That's what I, that's who I would be. Or Chewie. And you would be like the Natalie Portman version of the space princess. Ooh, well, thank you. Yeah. Or you could just be the, um, the long lost cousin of Princess Leia. That's nice. That's very nice. I think the moral of this episode is, is you're never too old. It's never too late. Do what you want to do. Follow your dreams. You're going to spend the time anyways. You might as well spend the time doing what you want to do and doing what you love. Yeah, That's so perfect. Just fuck it in a bucket and do it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Love yourself. Lock your doors. Light some sage and follow your dreams. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.